Who wants to be an entrepreneur? This isn't a quiz show. This is reality. A real-life discovery of what it really takes to be an entrepreneur. Welcome to a new season of podcast episodes of personal and business coaching topics and techniques around the three pillars of HEW, health, excellence, and wealth. HEW is introducing guests to the Who Wants to Be an Entrepreneur show based on their own personal experiences. A full real-life account of trials and tribulations of what it takes. Hello and welcome to episode 054 of the Who Wants to Be an Entrepreneur podcast. This episode is all around myths on personal development. We're going to be looking at distortions around personal development, the misconceptions and making sure that we debunk and bust out some of these myths that are holding people back from actually then growing forward. Because if we don't have a full understanding over what things are, how on earth are we going to be expected to take it on board and adopt it as part of our our life discovery or our business growth strategy or anything like that? We're not because we don't have that understanding over it. So we automatically then put barriers up. And this has become more and more apparent. The more people I speak to, the more people I'm meeting at events and networking, um, the more that clients are opening up to me, the attendees at workshops. Not everybody is fully aware of what personal development, what self-development, what self-awareness, etc. is. You know, we can see a lot of quotes about it online. There's lots of books out in the bookstores and advertise all over on on online shops and Amazon and things like that. But what actually is it? So what I'm going to do is just go through each one of the myths that are common myths and, and misconceptions and then just talk a little bit around them and see how then you can relate to this yourself so that it's, you know, as I say, busting them and debunking some of them so that you can then think, oh, this could possibly be something that I could integrate then and learn more about for me, me, myself, my business to grow and move forward. I would hate for a misunderstanding to stop you from achieving and levelling up and actually living the life on the terms that you want. So, it's absolutely an obligation to to go through this with you. So first and foremost, then, a common misconception is the fact that personal development is for weak people. It's for people that need serious help or it's kind of like a labeling that you're depressed or you're anxious or I don't know, just a lot of that negative connotation that people are often then ashamed about reaching out or holding the hand up to say they need some help. Get rid of all the labels about the depression, about the anxiety, about not being able to cope, about being lost. Get rid of all of those labels first and foremost and the fact that you know yourself, anything in life that you you need to achieve or you need to learn more about, you get advice from, you seek people who's done it before you, you take help, you look at tips, you look at anything that you can to gain assistance and guidance from. That is not a sign of weakness. That is a sign to then say, actually, 
I know that I'm not Johnny Big Balls and I know that I can't then tackle all this on my own. So I'm going to hold my hand out, taking the olive branch that's been offered to me and then more heads together collectively are better than one. Quite often than not, once you get over this fact and you let somebody into kind of your your inner thoughts and your coping mechanisms and your business plans, etc., you often find that the coach or the self-help in this in this instance sees things from a different perspective for you because you can't always see the wood for the trees per se. And having that different perspective and talking things through really helps people through. That can only then form more and more strength for you and more and more momentum for you. Weakness does not come into it. The weak element of it all is the fact that you think that you can do it all on your own. In at number two, it takes too much work. I mean, seriously. Too much? What is too much? That again, it's down to perception. So what would you class as being too much or too little? And let me ask you this. If this one is for you where you think, oh, do you know what? It's really going to take too much from me. It's too much effort. It's too much work. It's too much time. You know, it's really going to consume a lot from me. I want to ask you, if spending six months or a year or whatever it is on working on yourself, looking at your habits and your routines, if that moves you forward to where you want to be, then wouldn't that be worth it? Wouldn't that be worth the blood, sweat and the tears and the short-term sacrifice for that long-term goal? I mean, it is a personal decision, ultimately, It is subjective on where you place the value. But look at it for a second. Really put it into context of if it's hard work for a short time, but it sets you free and sets you on a different level of operation, is that not worth it in the long run? Okay, so in at number three then, I've got in contrast to the myth of it taking too much time is the fact that people think that it's a quick fix. So I often get this with people that are new to personal development and thinking that, you know, one or two sessions or a quick chat here and there is just going to be a quick fix. And somehow, I mean, I'm really quite blessed in the fact that people think that I have a magic wand. So they obviously highly regard me as some amazing magician out there, but I don't. So I hate to break that for you, but it's not a quick fix and I'm not a magician, and you won't be fixed, for want of a better description, in a couple of sessions. If you have that breakthrough and that ultimate shift in a couple of sessions, absolutely fantastic. It has happened, but nine times out of ten, it doesn't. A client of mine more recently has been working with me for 12 months, and then finally has come to me, making progress the whole time, don't get me wrong, small wins, small shifts, making progress, really, really dedicated and committed to the cause. But it wasn't until 12 months later where it's all then fallen into place where the penny has finally dropped. It's as though it's kind of just had this epitome of clarity in front of her. And she's like, I can't believe it. It's it's really all coming together now. And that's what it's about. Everything takes time, but you have to have an understanding that It's a very, very different time frame for everyone. And on that note, I actually believe that personal development is a continuum. Like, I've been into self-help 
self-awareness, personal development for years. Years. I remember buying my first book, W.H. Smith's. It was a CBT book. And I was petrified at somebody seeing me because of the first myth, by the way, of it's a, it's a sign of weakness. And I was a little bit ashamed that then people might think something negatively of me on the fact that I can't cope or, you know, maybe I'm not this confident businesswoman in a, in a high, highly regarded corporate job than what people thought I was. And I was really, um, I was really ashamed at that point. But that was the start of my relationship, if you like, with personal development. And I still highly invested in myself and in personal development and growth every day, every day. It's the ultimate key to success to keep it going. You don't just tick a box and go, right, okay, then that's great, thanks. And then stop. Because the moment you stop from evolving and growing and increasing your consciousness and your awareness, then you kind of retract back you go back into it it's like it's the whole thing of mindset and you know building your muscles and you have to keep building your muscle because without that it just it just deteriorates it goes back to what it was okay so at number four then i have got the fact that you're never satisfied so it's as though you're seeking something else more that you're not satisfied with what you've got and yeah, I guess there's some truth in that. There, there has to be an element of truth in that because personal development means that you are developing and growing yourself. Therefore, you're not prepared to stay where you are. But it's a fine line for being happy, but not satisfied, right? So being happy and being satisfied are totally different things. I believe that every single person in the world has more to give. They have more untapped potential, more improvements and more fine tuning to have and to experience and to share. Okay, so yeah, you're not satisfied. But just because you're not satisfied doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't mean to say that you're not grateful. It doesn't mean to say that you're not happy. Sometimes satisfaction and happiness comes hand in hand. But that, again, is is down to your personal situation, your personal scenario, and again, perception. But don't get the two confused, okay? So you can still strive for more and not be a bad person. It doesn't mean to say that you're absolutely just you know, naive to what's in front of you, doesn't mean to say that you're not grateful of what opportunities you've got, what you've got, what you've made to this point. It just means that you're demanding more of yourself. And that's okay, because we've all got more to give. And the more that we can experience in ourselves and grow within ourselves, the more that we can share and help other people in whatever context of of the sense. Number five, then, it takes, wait for it, it takes 28 to 30 days to form a habit. Wow. Where did that come from? I'm all for supporting Stephen Covey's The Seven Habits of Highly Successful People. But there is no magic number. There is no guarantee about 28 days, 30 days and things like that. It is down to the individual. It is down to the habit that you're forming. It is down to your current situation that you're in now and how much change and how much um, adaptation that you need to put in to actually get that habit up and running. And you think about it, when you've started something, 
in terms of like conscious thinking, uh, positive action taking, maybe forming a new routine, even if it's healthy eating, getting up earlier in the morning, going to the gym, uh, making more business calls, conscious decisions that you know that you need to be making on a daily basis. It's hard to adapt that and adopt to that regime for a good couple of weeks. You might have got an initial motivation to do it, then you might start plateauing. Then it kind of comes to, are you still keeping that positive momentum? Or are you are you likely to give up because you're doing it, but you're not necessarily receiving the results straight away? There's so many different um, variables including in the, included in this that it takes so much longer and you have to be prepared for it to take as long as it takes for you. And don't forget that with any of your habit forming, again, whatever area and context it's in, take negative thinking, for example. So you need to shift your negative thinking into more positive uh, light so that you're giving yourself the best opportunity to reframe a situation and take it within uh, a positive perspective and something that's constructive for you to work with that day. You're actually undoing your thinking from... It could be 20, 30, 40 years or plus years worth of previous negative thinking and years worth of previous negative behaviours and years worth of negative wiring. So you've got to then understand that thought and you're not just going to undo something that you've been doing habitually for 20 years and absolutely nail it in 28 days. The maths don't even add up, do they? It's not a solid equation to have an outcome from. I'm not saying it's going to be like for like that 20 years is going to take 20 years of negative thinking is going to take 20 years of positive thinking. But if it does, it does. That's not necessarily the correlation and the balance there. But put it into perspective, you're not just going to undo something in a matter of four weeks. You can start building the right steps forward to it and have that full core understanding of what you've got to do and start putting that plan in action but it's not just gonna again it's just not going to have that unrealistic guarantee that's kind of placed heavily around forming habits I mean I immediately with any clients manage expectations and don't form any disillusion around the 28 day 30 days concept because realistically if it only took this amount of time to form why do habits get broken diverted from and and you give them up overnight why because they're not that strongly rooted you've not then formed that year after year after year after year habit so please be very very aware of what habits actually are and how long you've got to be doing them for to the so that they are actually a habit not just a perceived habit okay so what number are we on here i don't know i've uh, I've lost count now uh visualization this one is all about visualization that it makes your dreams and goals happen included in that is visualization and affirmations okay so you will have all heard about vision boards or those of the you that don't i can't make assumptions you know what they say about assumptions it's the mother of all um yeah those um, vision boards and making affirma- making daily affirmations, they make your goals and dreams happen. Okay, this is something that works for some people that and doesn't for others. 
I've never made a vision board and I don't necessarily use affirmations. I use opposition thinking, which is the reframing context that I use and adopt within HEW, but it's not actually daily affirmations. It's the the ability to grab and, and observe any of your negative thinking and your negative thought processes and then form opposition thinking immediately with something that's going to be positive, constructive and in perspective. That is a different way of doing it that's more constructive than actually just saying words out loud thinking that they're going to make your goals and dreams happen because it is all about what works for you and it's an individual journey it's an individual discovery everybody's got different ways of dealing with things everybody's got different ways of responding with things and 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 have different trigger points but for me with visualization and affirmations there's too much hope that's pinned on the niceties without any of the actual action and I'm all about action saying things seeing things does not necessarily mean that you've got the action in place okay so if your visualization and your affirmations work because then you've got that additional visual stimulation for example alongside your action which is your tangible action points what you're doing every day then fabulous you know, that's right. Don't just think that just creating a vision board and looking at it, then, you know, the universe is just going to deliver. That's what I'm saying. Be realistic, get grounded and get taking the relevant action that you've got to take. You can't pin it just on hoping and dreaming and wishing. In the USA, for example, and the UK, we're talking about personal development here that's like a billion dollar industry, like on an annual basis. There's a lot of content out there. You know, a lot of it is extremely, extremely valuable and what is available can be life-changing to many of you. It really can, I believe that wholeheartedly. But learning alone, so reading, consuming information, I've said this numerous times over my podcast, do not just be somebody that just consumes these podcasts and this information and these discussions and these concepts and does absolutely jack shit with them. You know, you've got to then learn You've got to take it on board. You've got to internalize it, own it, apply it, have the full understanding of it and keep chipping away through the process. That's the reality of your growth and your development. It's like saying, you know, attend seminars, read books and, you know, start taking as much content as you can as possible But think about the last seminar that you went to. I bet as soon as you walked out the door or the next day, you forgot 90% of it. So you've left all that like good feeling and euphoria in the room because that's where it's all quite highly charged, isn't it? It's quite um, a motivational atmosphere. You're around other people feeling as though kind of that relief that you're not on your own. But you have to then do something with it. Otherwise, it's just wasted time and wasted consumption. Another one that I've got for you then is about coaching being therapy. And this is actually uh, linked in well with the uh, with the, the first one being a weakness and that people actually label it as counselling or therapy or that's it, it, personal developments for people that are depressed and anxious. It's not therapy, particularly the correct levels of coaching and business development, personal development. It's to make, it's to ensure that you're moving forward, not living in the past, not going through everything that's kind of upset you or held you back. It's having an understanding of where you are, 
but the plans, particularly on how I operate, is escalating you forward. We're looking for those pivotal moments to shunt you forward and for you to grow in your levels of your personal excellence. There's a lot of quantifiable aspects over coaching and therapy, you know, with qualifications and experience and stuff. But as a coach, personally, I'm not your therapist. I'm not your counsellor. And I'm also not your best friend. Like, I will listen. I will be empathetic. I'll take everything on board. I do everything that I can to understand my clients personally. Okay, but it's not just an extension of your friendship circle that you just meet up and chat and have a coffee with and what have you. But on the flip side of it, where people think, you know, I I want accountability, but I don't want like micromanaging or anything like that. I'm not your keeper either. If you make decisions that you want to achieve something, you share your goals with me, I'll take them on board myself and I'll make sure that you're kept accountable to them, but I'm not your keeper. If you decide that you don't want to do something, that's on you. I want you to move forward. I want you to succeed, but you have got to want to do it and be prepared to do the work yourself as well. I can't physically do the work for you. I can't emotionally do the work for you. I can't mentally do the work for you. I just give you all of the guidance and the support and the techniques to work on with you. There is a huge stark difference. So as long as you're aware of that and then that's what you're taking on board, that's absolutely fine. So there's quite a lot there. I did lose count. Eight different myths that we've gone through there that come up time and time again, as I say. It's important to address them, as I said, because it's these that are holding you back. We can use all of these misconceptions and distortions and myths as excuses then, can't we? If then that's thrashed out of the ballpark, it's a case of, well, those excuses therefore don't exist because I've just given you the reality. If you're prepared then to take on board the reality, that's when you can be prepared to then take on the work. You can be prepared to take on the concept of personal development actually working for you, that it can actually enhance your life, your lifestyle, your business success your ability to then help others and be the person that you want to be in life and in business scenarios. That's what it's all about. It's a pretty special thing. It's not glorifying anything. It's not having misconceptions and and over-expecting on anything. It's helping you become who you really are and helping you tap into what you really have to give. That is where it's special. I freaking love it. I would recommend it to anyone And I love nothing more than being involved in your goals and your own development. Once all these myths are then out out in the open. There's no big fat elephant in the room. There's nothing then that's external, that's kind of you've been told off friends or you're unsure or you've read different things online or whatever. There's nothing then out there that's holding you back as an excuse. The things then that are holding you back or internal things yourself that need addressing and that's what you get thrashed out with within your personal development and your coaching so guys i hope this has been beneficial for you do share with anyone in your network that you think that would benefit from this that you know has been wondering about personal development and coaching and how it can help them this is what it is all about on all of the guest interviews that you've seen and heard on the podcast of what it takes on on the the what it takes season there where I'm talking with business owners and successful individuals and entrepreneurs every single one of the interviewees 
are highly invested in their personal development. They're highly invested in coaching and mentorship because they know that they can't do it alone. They know that there's growth personally and internally and consciously, and they know that there is growth then that they can transfer into their uh, lives and into their business to then for them to then go forward and succeed and achieve all the goals that they're setting out for themselves. There's no accident in any of that. There's no accident. Guys, be very open-minded. I hope it's been helpful. I look forward to checking in with you next week. Thank you for listening to the HEW podcast. For continued support, please subscribe using iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play or SoundCloud. And if you've enjoyed the episode, please leave a five-star review on your download platform. Tune in for more value and more content the same time next week.